0: a bladder infection means you're in trouble.
1: Oh hey, look at you friends! Welcome to How Are You Now, the podcast where we talk about everything Letterkenny-related, from Shorzy's chirps to McMurray's questionable behavior. We're the toughest podcast on Letterkenny, and we're here to talk about everything that makes this show a cult classic. So grab a puppers and get ready for some hicks, skids, and hockey players. Tr, how are you now? Good, and you? Oh, not so bad.
2: I need to use the mouse real quick.
1: <laughs> oh, you, you go use the mouse real quick. We uh we we there share.
2: Good. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to wait. I can't see anything. But gonna, oh. there we are. Hi.
1: All right. There you are. You're pretty cute. Thank you. You're welcome.
2: You're not so bad yourself, sir. Uh,
1: so what you been up to?
2: Uh, lots of stuff. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't, don't care to share? No. Oh, all right. That's... Start my new job on Tuesday. <laughs> oh, very nice. Very nice.
2: That's something nice. Yeah. And terrifying at the same time. Yeah. How about you?
1: Uh, recorded my second voiceover, yeah, uh, which was really funny because oh, that was all ASMR. Well, stuff, no, right? it was. There was one line.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: There was, I want to say, nine different effort sounds, mm-hmm. and then right. then there was there was an ASMR. I was like, don't, don't, <laughs>
2: don't 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 don't. So yeah, that's <laughs> that's what that
1: was. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah um i'm hoping to get more i put out new uh demos out on my fiver
2: okay. uh,
1: hopefully we'll get some uh auditions in and all that jazz and uh doing some other fun stuff uh got some plans um but we'll see how they go but oh and we have a new phone number oh right 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 yeah it's uh 503-487-2789 which spells 50 fit party Cause we're here to get fit. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got another uh, another promo this week. Let's go ahead and play that, before we get into our introduction.
2: Sundays at 3 a.m. It's the Fuss with Hank and Jess on Letter Kenny Zone 97.1 CGNU Good new Radio. We're not so bad.
1: All right. All right. So if we are ready, I guess so. Are we? Are we ready? <laughs>
2: I'm awake. That's uh, that's step one, right?
1: (laughs) So our guest today is David Allen Mack, New York Times bestselling author who has written for Star Trek, Starcraft, Star Search, (laughs) so many franchises. Uh, He's also a devoted fan of Letterkenny, has joined us uh, to discuss season 11, episode 5, Influences. We're very excited to have him back here on the show and hear his thoughts on the episode uh, as a whole and the season as a whole. Uh, So without further ado, let's welcome to the show... David, Alan Mack. Uh, I usually just go by David Mac. Uh, you know what? No. Well, but when i look when I look up David Mac, I get some drummer or something. So, a drummer? I think it's a drummer or some musician of some of some
0: sort. Oh, for crying out loud! I mean, <laughs> I mean, we are a
1: legion. We are
0: a legion. There are seventeen hundred of us in North America.
2: Oh.
0: Uh, I mean, it's bad enough. You know, I I have to share the name with the comic book artist who mm. whose work sort of overlaps mine thematically. Uh, and then, of course, there was like a guy who was in Congress in South Carolina. And then there was a guy who owned an antique shop in London. And some guy <laughs> keeping a blog about learning to fly small single engine aircraft. Then there was the corrupt <laughs> cop out in LA who shot Biggie Smalls. Oh, geez. I'm none of these people.
1: <laughs>
0: so, uh, you can see okay. I have an uphill battle. I have an uphill battle in trying to do self promotion.
1: Maybe like,
2: keeping that I, middle name is a good idea. I,
1: I feel <laughs> you like this is a. a, you know, this I'm, is a I'm just, Cassie or Tassie situation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it took me the
0: longest time watching those two on screen. I thought, wow, they look so similar. It, it took me forever to realize they were actually twins.
2: Right. Actually, I, I was the same twins. thing. I was the same thing. I didn't realize it baffled it at first. me. I
0: just thought that they were two very similar looking girls. So when I was writing one of my uh, Letterkenny spec scripts, you know, not realizing the relationship between the performers, I had come up with this sort of hilarious notion with the two of them making out with each other and calling each other by the wrong name and say, wait a minute, aren't you Tassie? Aren't you Cassie? Who cares? But then I thought uh-huh. that they're twin sisters. I'm like, no, I can't write that. That's awful. That's terrible. Nobody even letter Kenny won't go there. So. And hit the eject switch. <laughs>
2: Mwah, yeah. wah. <laughs> mwah, mwah, yes, 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 yes,
0: yes, yes, uh, yes, and now your ASMR moment. How's that tasting? Does that taste good? Tell me, do you like it the taste?
1: Look how that tastes.
2: <laughs> Stop it, <Mr. laughs> Influence.
1: Influenza. Well, first, let's uh, let's, I'd like to talk about just quickly the you know, our last uh, episode news oh, yeah, yeah. with Renee uh had a good time uh laughed at about a lot of stuff um everybody was high except for me um I think that's usual <laughs> and, were you pooping the party were no party I pooper? just I I just don't I, I I I'm a lightweight when it comes yeah, to anything it passes right out yeah I, I mean it's no good for me I mean the well the sativas <laughs> give just make me freak the fuck yeah, out. yeah I
2: get the paranoia uh, and the yeah yeah
1: and then the uh yeah the uh the so Indica just in crash me.
2: Yeah, Indica is like a Valium for me, which is kind of awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, being autistic and ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. Um, so, yeah, that, uh, great time with Renee. Uh, and, you know, we talked a lot about the propriety of, you know, sending out nudes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I mean, if you want to send nudes to to somebody, great. If you've gotten, gotten a nude from somebody, great. Consent. It's yours. Mm-hmm. It goes consent. no farther than that.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Unless they tell you specifically.
2: If somebody, if if some person um, with consent yeah. lets themselves be vulnerable enough to share that with you, don't ruin that, that trust by showing it to anybody or putting it out on the internet. Yeah. Like, that should be should be an easy basic rule for people. Yeah. I mean otherwise
0: you wind up wearing a sign that says I'm a degen. That's Right. right. But exactly. also
2: like don't don't send nudes to people who don't want them to. Like Right. Well yeah. Consent goes both ways.
1: <laughs> true. Very true. So let's get into this deep dive of uh, Influenzas, shall we?
2: Influenzas.
1: Uh, So we start off with the cold open, of course, at Modine's. Uh, Wayne and Bonnie McMurray are talking about her dating uh, app while Squirly Dan listens in. Uh, Bonnie Joe, uh, Bonnie Joe, Bonnie shows Wayne, some of the men in her app, and agree they all agree that they are all fuckboys. Uh, Alexander approaches the bar and starts cheering for Derry, winning a ten, uh, winning ten dollars on a lotto ticket, and uh, that it's uh, that it's the same as his hourly ra- wage. Derry, uh thinks Alexander is teasing him. Uh, causing him to insult Alexander by saying he made the same amount sitting on his ass that Alexander would make scrubbing toilets for an hour. This sends a chill over everything, and Alexander lays into him. Uh, Derry tries to brush it off, but <clears throat> Alexander continues to mock him, make fun of his new-bound wealth, referring to him as a fat cat and imagining him socializing with high society. Uh, and I live and breathe. It's the Duke of Dick Bagshire. <laughs> right. uh, And a final act of disrespect. Alexander takes uh, Derry's lotto ticket, shoves it down his pants, wipes wipes with it uh, before putting it back on the uh, bar in front of Derry. Give
0: my regards I to Lady Scarlet Stella
1: Rosencrantz, you highfalutin duck fart. <laughs> nice. <laughs> this scene ends with Wayne stating that money changes everything. Uh
0: <laughs> I think that was the best cold open of season six.
1: It was. Or, yeah. Sorry, season eleven. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> Even if season six, if this had been
0: sure, in season six, it beat season six. <laughs> no. It was all in the highfalutin duck fart. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean Alexander I mean, just marches over him. I mean that that rant from start to finish is inspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, go, the look, actor's look, delivery is
1: just perfect. True. I mean, now the thing I and I. I, I, I well, I'll bring this up later <laughs> about Alexander because I had a thought about Alexander. But let's continue with the deep dive. Uh, scene one, we uh, we are in the Hick kitchen. Uh, Wayne, Katie, Squirly, Dan, and Derry are all sitting down at the kitchen table while Jev and Pete enters to apologize and make a truce. The group confronts him about his recent behavior, including buying uh, drugs and hanging out with bad influences.
0: Are you still honking and hollering at girls? Hmm. Old habits die hard.
1: Also, what do you think, JP? Is like this rock bottom? Not if your bottom's for rock. hey yo. Yo. <laughs> So Chive and Pete admits to falling in with the wrong crowd, promises to turn over a l- new leaf, uh, and asks for help finding work. The group hesitates to assist him due to financial concerns, but Wayne agrees to phone him if something comes up. Then the scene ends with Katie noticing some unfamiliar people outside. Uh, overall, this uh, it's just, uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> It's uh, it's interesting, yeah, that uh, they're trying to bring Jive and Pete back in as a friend, as he had been. Uh, so then we cut to uh, end of the laneway. Um, where uh, a photographer is taking pictures at a, uh, of a couple at the end of the laneway. When Katie approaches her, uh, the photographer assures Katie that they won't be in the way and asks if they're, uh, tell them, let them know if they're, if they're bugging anyone. Katie agrees that they're not, and then the photographer continues taking pictures, instructing the couple to run down the road while looking back at her. They're running into their future. Uh, the ph- photographer looks over again and uh, asks Katie about the building behind them, Wondering if there's any uh, anything interesting to shoot, Katie confirms there is, but initially declines to let her shoot there. The f- the photographer offers her 50 bucks. Katie agrees to take her. Um, <clears throat> and now we're inside the building where Katie takes the photographer, and uh, the photographer is fascinated by the rustic and antique feel of the place and refers to it as a hotbed of bohemia. Uh, Katie Tellers is actually called the murder barn. The photographer continues to admire the place. Dusty stuff, rusty stuff, cobwebby
0: corners. Is that a pile of sawdust with engine oil sprayed in it no i think that's blood
2: <laughs> no the murder barn so
1: yeah murder barn. can i call it the murder barn uh making strange comments of fruitopia and dystopia and fallopian <laughs> europa ask katie if she knows any sister wives uh she <laughs> yes. also she also asks if she can shoot her other clients in, in the barn there katie declines initially but then relents after being offered another 50 bucks then we cut to the hockey barn uh, so, uh, we see, uh, we're joined by Lucianne and Marianne, uh, who are congratulating each other on their recent success in the regional AAA squad.
2: Well, congratulations, Marianne.
0: To you as well, Lucianne. We hold the keys to the regional AAA squad. Call me Lindsay Ross. Call
2: me Mike Nocock. No one I'd rather share the wheel with. Except maybe Betty Ann. Maybe Betty Ann.
1: Yeah. Maybe Betty Ann. Maybe Betty Ann. Uh, so. <laughs> um, she's still sh- off playing ball. Yep. Uh, so then they are approached by Sammy Joe small and Tessa Bonham, uh, Olympic gold medalists in hockey who introduced their cousins and offered silver, silver. (laughs) silver. (laughs) help coach the girls team until they're ready for the Olympics. However, they have hired someone else to, uh, coach them, hired a mentor, uh, to coach the coaches, uh, someone who's won locally coach. Uh, Sam and Joe Small and Tessa introduce their cousins Donatella, Raffaella, Leonardo, and Michelangelo. And the co- coach of this, of course, responds with cowabunga. Uh, from there, we cut to Mo Dean's. Katie walks in, sidles up to the bar, announces that she's buying drinks for everyone. Alexander, who's sitting at the bar, jokes that he's uh, he's looking for a sugar mom. <laughs> McMurray's, who are very drunk, also also at the bar. Katie explains the photographer came to the farm, offering to pay $50 to take pictures in her barn. She's hoping to use the money to buy a pair of docks. Bonnie, who's tending bar, questions whether docks are really worth it and would make her that guy. Uh, Mrs. McMurray wonders what's so special about uh, her uh, Katie's barn. Katie explains that the photographer was interested in dusty stuff, rusty stuff, and cobwebby corners of the barn. Katie notices something at the bar.
0: You guys will have to excuse me. I've never seen that
1: guy before, and I wonder if he likes sex with girls. Katie then leaves the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and goes to visit the fella. Uh, McMurray's believe they should offer up their own barn, which they came has plenty of dusty stuff, rusty stuff, and cobwebby corners. Uh, they, uh, McMurray suggests that they should poach this bitch Referring to the photographer, uh, Mrs. McMurray complains about the weak pour of her drink and decides <laughs> to give it back to uh, the and says, take it and go. Um, from there, back to the end of the laneway where the uh, another photographer, I'm just, it's all one photographer to me, but <laughs> is at the end of the laneway, uh, directs him on how to pose, gives him instructions for the shoot. Meanwhile, Katie receives a phone call and becomes angry. She tells the guys that the McMurray's have poached her business as the photographer they were supposed to shoot with, went with them instead. Wayne is approached by the photographer uh, who asks if they can shoot with their puppies, to which he re- reluctantly agrees, mentioning that they smell like piss. Back at the hockey barn, Coach is mentoring <laughs> Lucienne and Marianne on coaching women's hockey because he knows women just as well as anybody else. Uh, the two women express their displeasure about having a man mentor them, and Coach tries to keep them focused. Tells uh, they got to keep them focused by trying to keep the girls on their toes. Tessa Bonhomme, uh, an Olympic gold medalist, and Sammy Joe Small, a two-time Olympic gold medalist, uh, one Juan Silver, silver uh, arrive, and Coach threatens to tattle on them. Uh, to uh, Lucy Ann to tattle on them, uh, on the girls, the women. Uh, he tells the women to, to bench the players who don't pick up the check, go hard to the net, or get pucks deep. Lucy and Mary Ann reluctantly agree to Coach's plan, and then Coach adds, Now, seeing as you two are job shadowing me, You're mentoring us. I would like a small coffee, three cream, six sugar, and some fries with gravy. And guys, gravy on the side? And a diet cola. I hope what they say about aspartame killing you is true. <laughs> uh, from there, we briefly cut back to the murder barn, which I think is the sh- quickest scene I've ever seen in Letterkenny. Uh, the ph- photographer has met back with Katie uh, with t- uh, two new clients in tow. She lets Katie know that even though McMurray's barn is more suitable. They don't have puppies. Uh, so back at Modine's, uh, McMurray's are grumbling over Katie and her stealing her business back. Gail returns from serving the table of new customers to whom she refers as influenzas. The McMurray's are confused by the term, uh, but everyone eventually realizes she means influencers. The influencers are looking for the murder barn, which is known for its dusty stuff, rusty stuff and cobwebby corners, as well as puppies. The McMurrays eagerly exchange, uh, eagerly approach the table, and begin talking to the influencers about what they have. Um, Then we end up at the McMurray's barn, where they are showing the influencers uh, and proudly show off their rusty stuff, dusty stuff, cobwebby corners. But influencer influencers want are most interested in finding the puppies. Uh, But Mrs. McMurray asks uh, asks the two asked ask about the payment and they asked about the puppies uh they say they don't have any puppies but suggest they have goats instead they make uh approving looks from there and uh move on so uh from there we got to the dick farm which we love the dicks of course um the, Hickf- love the Dicks, yeah we <laughs> the fellas uh approached the dick farm while the photographer is taking picture of a new couple in the field wayne asked if they can buy some of their summer sausages from the Dicks, and Anita empath- empath- empathizes with their cravings. Noah warns her not to eat too much sausage and then direct the Hick fellows to where the sausage is. They also mention that they're doing chores in the background for a photographer who offered them, offered them 50 bucks. They want to use the money to remedi- remedy their children's poor hearing caused by generations of generations of inbreeding. Of course, uh, the photographer instructs the couple to blow bubbles into the camera, while she takes pictures, Anita makes what seems to be an, a, su- a suggestive comment to Noah.
2: Oh, my husband. It's been far too long since you blew in my face. <laughs>
1: so, Wayne gets tired of the accidental sexual innuendos in their conversation. And Fuck's sake. Um, from there, we're back in the kitchen. The fellows are eating charcuterie while Katie is feeling defeated about the dicks getting into the influencer business. Derry mentions that the influenzas think McMurray's goats are too squirrely, which prompts Katie to advertise goats that are less squirrely than McMurray's. However, she receives a phone call uh, from McMurray saying Dick Skin is throwing his hat in the ring uh, with uh, goats that have temperament somewhere in the middle of theirs. Dickskin is calling it honey bunches of goats, while McMurray calls his show goat. Uh, Katie then decides that hers uh, uh, is called as good because it's in the murder barn, murder she goat. Um, Katie then decides. She's going to compete and then ask the boys for help. Wayne suggests she gives Jiven a call saying that everyone deserves a second chance. When a friend asks for help, you help them. Uh, Cue a montage of everyone in the town working to make their influencer enticements better than the others. Back at the end of the laneway, the photographer is taking pictures of another couple at the end of the laneway, directing the couple on how to pose for their pictures as well getting them to loosen up and have fun, jump around, and not grimace. She receives a <laughs> phone call and becomes excited about something she hears. Listen, she tells the couple that they need to leave and head to Donegal because Letterkenny is old news. Uh, back at the Hockey Barn, coaches giving advice to Luciana and Marianne about how to how to handle their players, players which he refers to as the Ninja Turtolettes. <clears throat> he suggests that they target the star players first and bench them, uh, to set an example for the rest of the players he then proceeds to mock and make fun of the players names and pregame routines ultimately revealing that he's not uh, their real coach but rather a hazing prank by the Olympic gold medalist Sammy Joe Small and Tessa Bonham the scene ends with Ann and Marianne excited about their upcoming game making car related puns and coach and telling coach that he needs he needs to bench himself <clears throat> and we end at Modine's where Katie and the McMurrays are sitting they're feeling defeated. Katie offers to buy drinks. And McMurray questions what Donegal has, uh, and uh, that, their do- that their town doesn't. Gail suggests that they have a craft brewery. Ooh. Bonnie mentions that they, uh, that they also have a gin distillery.
2: Ooh. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> uh, Katie follows up that they have a bison farm, oh. a general store, and Mexican Mennonites. Is that for real? <laughs> Those even exist. Uh, anyway, the group discusses the quirks of uh, Donegal visitors, including their lo- uh, the, the, the uh, influences uh, love of chamomile tea, gummy vitamins, uh, as well as their tendency to take videos of themselves. Gail spots Noah Dick entering the bar, and he informs them that a por- pornographic film crew has uh, approached him and his wife to perform chores in the background while they have two actors fornicate in the foreground. Uh, He has, of course, kicked them off uh, and made them go away, Uh, but he leaves the bar then, and then the group, after a pause, goes and gives Chase, uh, asking him about the type of car they were driving and if they got the names or anything like that. (laughs) Cue credits. So, that's what that was all about. (laughs) Now, the thing I wanted to bring up about Alexander real quick was... He's not a slow learning, slow learning cousin. That no. joint boy had him pegged at in the first season. So, right. he is obviously very smart. So, I just—I mean, I thought, he had
0: some of the best cold opens. I mean, remember the one uh, where he he shows up and, and he's talking about the he has to put together the buck and dough mm-hmm. for his cousin. Right. Well, oh, my cousin's a grump and his uh, his sweetie's a twat. <laughs> yeah. And remember when I said he's a grown he's you twat? the numbers reflect that. Nah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he does he's kind of numbers, get some of the best. He's, ones.
1: That. he's very sharp. <laughs> he is. He's on it. So I mean, he may not be in the best of situations uh for himself, but um But he's yeah.
2: happy with, with what he does. Definitely. And, you know, he is he is, he is he's not more ashamed than, to make ten dollars an hour he, cleaning he is more, toilets. Yeah,
1: he is more than content with his lot in life, it seems. So We can all be so lucky. What you do, you never work a day in your life. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. So
1: uh, <laughs> let me get through my uh, a few thoughts, and then I'll let y'all take, take over. <laughs> so uh, I've brought up here uh, before about Katie's ongoing trope of just hating things, mm-hmm. uh, which she doesn't seem to do so much this episode, uh, uh, interestingly, but Derry seems to be the one to be the asshole of the group always. Yeah. Uh, always seems to be against the grain, start, starting shit when he thinks he's being made fun of, He's just very sensitive. Um and yeah, like with the with the dick. So, what the fuck you got going on? And, and the the heck uh, Wayne and Dan look over at him like what the fuck and even uh, Anita looks at him mm-hmm. with this very stern, stern look. Yeah. yeah. So, I just I think that's interesting. Um I have a question, why docs? Thank why, you. Why not a new bikini, But short shorts, an ounce of weed?
2: But also <laughs> What does it mean by being that guy? And I have yeah. three pairs of Doc Martens in the other room.
1: <laughs> I got, I got two pair under my desk over here.
2: What, what kind of guy does that make me?
1: <laughs> cute, a cute guy. Well, as
0: Katie says, I'm not that guy unless they're purple. <laughs> right.
2: I mean, I've had purple ones. <laughs> I've had red ones. <laughs> True. I did. I did grow up in the '90s in Seattle, and I pretty much still dress like that. So, um. To be fair to myself. To be fair. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, Docs see,
1: <laughs> doc seem rather a random thing.
2: And they're honestly not, like, super expensive. The no. If she'd had three influenzas for 50 bucks each, that's a paradox right there. At least, <laughs> unless she wants, like, you know, the, what was it? They were stacked and, like, 12-hole and, <laughs> like, yeah. No. They're You can get paradox for under 200 bucks in Canada. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and you probably would. Okay, so, so Katie with her scheme to get her docs, the bit with the murder barn. Do we really think it's called the murder barn, or was she just tweaking them? Was she just t- basically jerking their chain?
1: No, I think
2: she. I think I, they call it that. That's probably where yeah, they have to because
1: it seems like she seemed very flippant about it.
0: Ah, we call it like the murder when they say, barn. You know, "Is this is this motor oil poured over soda?" She goes, no, that's not blood. blood. Yeah, <laughs>
2: that's yeah blood. it seemed but too yeah, like this, mundane to her. Like she was like, "No, nah, yeah." The
0: thing is, we haven't seen any indication up until now that Wayne and Katie's farm deals in livestock. So far, we've only seen that they deal in agriculture. Not livestock. Yeah. So if they're not dealing with livestock, why do they have a murder barn? Unless they're actually killing people, I mean, and there's a whole thing that's hinted at that here that we don't even want to dig into. Maybe
1: that's where their parents were killed. That's why they mentioned my. <laughs> that, that's where they
2: mentioned my favorite murder at the beginning of the series. Like they, they're hoping that all the all the serial killer like um, me people out there are like murder barn. What what happened at the murder barn? Murder barn. Murder barn. Murder barn. Dark web. Dark web. Dark web, dark, dark web, web, dark web, sex. <laughs> dark, dark web, sex in the murder <laughs> bar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so <good. laughs>
1: Oh yeah. So anyway, uh, <laughs> a couple, of, a couple of observations. Uh, oh. No Rosie, Glenn, Riley, and Jonesy or skids in this episode. Uh, Betty Ann is still away. Uh, and the way the boys are just holding their charcuterie creations in front of their faces without eating them that entire time. They're talking to Casey, to Casey, to Kathy, Kathy, what the <laughs> fuck is going on with my brain? And Katie, hey, I fumbled which season. Wow. We were in, I'm, the who, yeah, I'm the one who, I'm the one who got
2: high here. What are you doing, Dean?
1: <sighs> anyway, K words, I'm, I'm a couple of drinks into these. <laughs> <laughs> Katie, uh, <laughs> wow jesus um but anyway yeah so that's all i've got so <laughs> bring, bring it
2: all right um yeah so like first off i wrote docs aren't that expensive <laughs> 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 but <right. clears throat> um what is jive and pete's definition of a friend because he yeah, calls like, them his friends it... like you guys is my friends. so and i'm gonna friend ask for help like
0: Like what what's in this for him? Like, is he actually hit bottom? Because he doesn't seem to really care that much. He's still a screw-up, as we see in the not to spoil anything, but as we see in the next episode, he's not really that committed to this. Yeah. He doesn't feel like he's terribly committed. Like he's showing up to work for Katie and he's still dressed like a slob. Yeah. He still looks like the human personification of the, you know, uh, the, the toilet and the sink at uh, Dan's second cousin's house. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The en suites? The en suite. You use the en suite? Uh. Oh. <laughs> there are subway wrappers next to the toilet. en suite?
2: Uh. <laughs> like there are visible the rings of
0: blood in the sink, the bathtub, and the toilet. <laughs>
2: It's lovely. It's lovely. It's lovely. And
0: the glory hole. (laughs) I'm the goat pen.
1: (laughs) You win. Anyway, teak.
2: Uh oh, I see one. <laughs> um oh, I see one. Oh, I see one. So that was a uh, photographer, right? Yeah. When Katie came out. I'm I sometimes I look at my own notes and I'm like, okay, I remember what that what was I thinking when I wrote the note. <laughs> so, uh, what's a luxury lane?
1: I've never heard of that term before.
2: So, uh, luxury lane? I
1: wonder if it's their their version of the HOV lane. Maybe that's what they Maybe? call it.
2: Maybe. Okay. What was um, the context for it? We, so, um, Lucy, yeah, Lucienne and Marianne, when they're telling themselves, like, you know, check what, your blind
1: spots. Yeah. No.
2: <laughs> and, All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, basically, like, are we going to take, I thought take, it was, are we going to take the easy way or are we going to do it? Are
1: you going to take the lane of least resistance? Yeah. We'll take the luxury lane.
2: Which, yeah. Maybe anyway. it doesn't
0: mean a damn thing. Maybe it's just fun <laughs> to say. Could you be
1: luxury lane.
0: I love the whole bit with you know coach you know telling them to bench the players it's like and why it's like every stupid arbitrary reason <laughs> you know what'd you have for lunch spaghetti oh empty carbs benched mm-hmm. did, did you get your nap 29 <laughs> minutes right after lunch no you turned it into fat benched you know who was the best M in the James Bond movies? Dame oh. Judy benched.
1: <laughs> <laughs> make a lick of angels in the outfield yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway uh, so in in the scene when katie uh goes to hit on that that dude in the bar um hmm. i love that he like she's looking at him and, like thinking he's cute he's there sit taking selfies like you know he's like tr- doing it for like tinder or something like, this that was what the guy my first his did. own brand yeah yeah yes <laughs> Um, Getting
1: high on his own supply.
2: Coach yeah. picked his nose several times during this, <laughs> movie, this episode. Um,
0: <laughs> well, okay. He just doesn't care.
2: Right? Uh, Look
0: away, Barb. This is rock bottom.
2: McMurray and Gail flirting. You, so, oh, um, I mean, I know it wasn't like, ass. yeah, I know it wasn't outright, but McMurray's face after Gail said, you know, put a finger up her ass, he, he was like, ooh, I'm into it. Like, <laughs>
0: Well, the thing is, we know from, uh, we know the, the, they, episode, yeah, we know they've, they, hooked, they've up. hooked up with we her before. We know they've hooked
2: up. I really want to know how often, like, I want to know if they're like fuck buddies. Um, like, I just feel like. No
0: ass play unless I ask for it. And I <laughs> and will, I will. And I will ask, ask for it. My safe word is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. I remember. I love Gail I so love much. that episode. <laughs> <laughs> the letter <laughs> you um... leave. When coach, uh, um, when they when coach finds out that it was basically a prank or a, a hazing for the the women oh, coaches, God, yeah. and they're like, "What was your name again?" Oh, no, yeah. and no answer. He just like walked <laughs> yes, off. Because of he has no name. So great, so great. That was so great. Um, okay, and then so that was those were my random notes as I was watching. Now I have all of the 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 note notes. Um, <laughs> note notes why is Derry so thin-skinned with alexander why is he a jerk lately Cuntington beach
1: <laughs> oh that was great that
2: was i'm using <laughs> that shit that's so good um driving pete getting Derry's name wrong
1: <laughs> darnell darnell um
2: <laughs> is driving pete the third guy with the ostrich Discuss.
0: We don't know, but the allegedly.
2: It kinda it kinda sounded like that. I wouldn't be the, surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean who he said he was hanging out with ginger and boots. So And
2: he like seemed genuinely like uh, yeah, I fell like in with a bad crowd. <laughs> um <laughs> I would like to state for the record that I hate. Oh, cur, I fucking hate that. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it in in in.
0: I believe you were supposed to.
2: Rapper. That's. Oh. I love. I love Nicki Minaj. I oh, don't cr- like. Oh, cur. Oh, yeah. No, that. Uh, <laughs> don't do it. Don't Although like
0: I it. love the reaction of the guy when the the photographer is telling them to, you know, jump up and kick. Yes. really and the guy just kicks it, and you're just telling he's just The one who looks so like Tyson frustrated. but he's grumpier. Like, I'm gonna kill this woman. <laughs> grumpy I'm Tyson. Kill her.
2: Grumpy Tyson.
0: The grumpy thing. Yeah, he's like I'm gonna. Kill
2: yeah, he just looked so uncomfortable and like standing there, like he had his shoulders up and he just was like uh He's so
0: stiff, it's like he can't move. There's uh, no fluidity. Oh, and I mean that's, that's what that happens control. when you
1: wear a Proud Boy shirt.
0: It was very <laughs> Proud Boyish. That's why when you you know
1: build muscles to the point where you look like a balloon animal. Yes. I mean, but he was wearing he was wearing uh Birkenstocks.
2: Yes, <laughs> oh with socks. What?
1: No, he didn't have socks. Oh, all.
2: okay. I thought he had socks.
1: <laughs> but it was that's a funny look. I
2: mean, Definitely. <laughs> uh what got said at the previous location
1: yeah so yeah
2: we're gonna forget what we said at the previous location okay Mm -hmm. (laughs) i want to hear that story
1: (laughs) yeah so and and if if you don't do you remember that part when they're at the that's when uh katie came out initially Mm -hmm. yes and and so,
2: the, the photographer was trying to get the couple to
1: be like they're in love. Yeah, that's what she said. We're gonna forget, forget what, we what we said. said yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious, what was said? Don't act like you're in love, or.
2: What? Yeah.
0: What I would we just forget? Maybe the couple had a fight, so she's trying to get them that's to what forget I was what thinking. they said to was each other.
2: Like
0: <laughs> I get the impression the situation deteriorated.
2: Yeah. Maybe so. If you're fighting when you're getting your engagement (laughs) pictures done, maybe you should think a little bit more. Well,
1: if your photographer says,
2: And, and, gracias.
1: Uh, (gasps) Uh, Gracias. (gasps) Listen, okay.
2: Listen, okay. (laughs) I I almost want to do a table read because I feel like I could do her voice. (laughs) (laughs) Like, as soon as I just said that, I was like, oh, God, but I would hate every second of it.
0: (laughs) What would be a great face-off would be that annoying photographer faced off with the matchmaker. Yes,
2: oh yes! To
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the two of them drive each other up a wall.
2: Oh, so much. Brakes
1: first, and then they kiss. Of
2: uh, course. <laughs> <A push. laughs> I hope they do more with Marianne and Lucienne. Yes. Um, Agreed. I want to know more about the coaching. Are they? Inter- are they going to have any personalities on this team? Like, are are we actually going to know anything about? the Ninja Turtles, um, <laughs> Ninja Turtlelets, whatever. <laughs> uh, I'm sure they'll get
0: their own spinoff at uh, any day now. Yes.
2: Um, oh, what kind of guy is a docs guy? Uh, <laughs> the way everyone looked at Derry when he swore. Oh, right. The, the complete and then it, or compete that Katie said. And then yeah, the so scene for You froze, do the
0: hard zoom in- The hard zoom in and then And then they compete. just hold. How?
2: Yeah. How? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, so yeah, that, and that's kind of goes back to my thing about the tropes
2: mm-hmm. in this season. Yeah. So i love to blow them up.
1: Yeah. I mean, there's love so it. many tropes this season. <laughs> I mean, their own tropes mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and standard TV films, TV film tropes.
0: Yep.
2: Um, like one I of take the, cou-
0: the cliches that we associate with, like you know, the the hard cut, the zoom in, and it's going to be okay, and that sets up the montage. we Right, it, and then it doesn't happen, <laughs> and you're like,
1: and what? How? Right? How? How? I don't know. I don't know. We were supposed to be in a montage now. Hey,
2: gonna need a montage. Um, one of the couples in this was a gay couple, uh, and it yes. was the Mennonite scene, which I loved that because. That meant the Mennonites were like, they didn't want people fornicating, but they were okay with a gay couple getting married, and that made me happy. Um, so when, during the montage where they kept making the, the farm signs bigger and, you know, decorating and whatever, why did Mrs. McMurray water. throw bird seed at the wind chime?
1: Well, there was a bird feeder at the top of it.
2: Was it? She threw it though. She didn't put seed no, in there. She because, threw well, she, it at
0: because it. Because uh, she's drunk uh, and
1: can't climb up. <laughs>
0: And she's not the brightest bulb to begin with. True.
2: I was so confused at first. I was like, did she throw glitter? <laughs> I had to go back and look. Think, oh, it's oh, okay, it's bird seed. Um and then Bonnie's smiling as everyone runs after Noah Dick. Like she knew as soon as he came in that something like that was gonna happen.
0: Didn't we all? Yeah, definitely. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. Um and I gotta be honest, this episode <clears throat> it was hard to find stuff to like bring up really. It wasn't, there wasn't a lot of meat in it.
0: No, I mean, it has has the great cold open because Uh of Alexander and just that rant that he unleashes on Uh Derry. And then after that, I got to say, it's not one of the stronger episodes of the season. No. Uh, Although, to be honest, season 11 has felt weird.
2: Well you know, we've talked about that we've talked about that on the show a bunch because we know that uh ten and eleven were filmed together at the same time and it what was, was during eleven COVID. and twelve. Oh that's yeah, let the the current ones. <laughs> but they filmed two at the same time during the pandemic, and this was part of it, wasn't it Dean? I
1: thought so. I, I, thought, it was. I thought it was nine yeah, nine, ten, uh, ten and eleven. Was it ten and eleven? I, th- I thought Yeah, I,
2: I thought so. I thought was 12, twelve was just were, was just filmed like just finished filming not that long ago, right?
1: Uh I you know, I can Google that.
2: I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like I to mean, me, that, that's why I I I feel like this was a lot of I feel like there's less cohesion in this season because it was shot that way during the time that it was, and then they were basically like we can't make this fit and we've lost the storyline. So, you know, make something else out of it.
0: I guess you know? what what I'm doing is I'm comparing it to past seasons. Mm. Uh, and I'm seeing like in past seasons, there was almost like a through line to each season. Yes. Like in second season, they even spelled out for you yep. in the opening episode where Wayne says, if there's a theme to the next six weeks of our life, it's Dwayne, Wayne is looking for love. Mm-hmm. And, so, and that's the theme of season two. Uh, and then, you know, you have each season has its own sort of personality or its own arc. You know, it's about this relationship coming together, this relationship falling apart. It's about, you know, this or that. And, and then you get to 11 yeah. There's no through line. What we have are six com- almost completely dissociated episodes. And the only like the the hint of a through line with influenzas and DJs where you set up the Jive and Pete storyline and then pay it off. And I guess well, you could even say that started they, up a news.
2: Yeah, the, the Jiving Pete story Jive and Pete was the um the most through line of I'll this. Like because he showed up in earlier episodes in an earlier episode in the season, I think, right?
0: Well, I mean, was he part like, of Lost no, Dog? I don't
2: remember.
0: I mean, he was part of Nudes. He was he part was of Nudes. Age. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there's so like,
2: that's where, I think that's where yeah, they that's, started. It's the, it's through the, line the last of this three season.
0: episodes. So he's part of yeah. the arc for the last three, but he's not in the first three. So he's the, not in yeah. Lost Dog, he's not in Okoye, and he's not in
1: Chips. Yeah, yeah. I
2: feel like those were
1: But I think standalone
2: episodes I, and, almost. And like
1: I st- stated at the, very, at the very top of the season, I think the through line for this season is tropes. Yeah. It's all, tr- it's, I mean, starting at the, with- instead of
2: having a storyline. Oh, well, yeah, I mean,
0: so, yeah, I see what you're saying. Like a mocks the whole Agatha Christie mystery style. Yep. Mm-hmm. The whole mystery trope. Um, what's but, lost dog then? Uh, lost dog. A tutorial for how to actually find a lost dog. <laughs>
1: um, I'm not. A
2: not lot kind of, of the stuff wasn't like storyline tropes. It was things that would happen in the story and tropes that they would, their own tropes that they would bring back, you know, the, all of the sayings have been popping up again and, and stuff like that. So it's not so much that the stories themselves are the tropes. It's all the things inside of it.
1: Yeah. Um, But that was also a, and that may have just been one of those that they kind of took off as well where it had a way. And in fact, even in this one, uh, the, the boys took a back seat mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so this is kind of the second one where that's happened so i mean i'm, I'm wondering if there's there's some there's some change up th- that it feels like i don't know if another uh, if another spin-off is coming <laughs> or or what but i mean if, if it yeah it feels different but, uh, but yeah for me the, i mean from the very beginning of this the, you know with the the way they were doing the debate and the, uh, I'm going to need to take some air, <laughs> you know, all, all that stuff. And then through, uh, through the, 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 the Okoya and cheese, what else? Lost uh, dog. Yeah. Lost dog nudes. nudes. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, the, the you know, the, having that comedic trope where you're, you're talking about somebody who acts happens to be right there when they're talking mm-hmm. about, look into uh, look into Jim Dick's skin and right. he's right there. So I will think twice before accepting your invitation to a hot tub party. That's <laughs> for
2: <laughs> <Must rescind.
1: laughs> Yes, it's so mean. Just so mean. And I would thank them for th- <laughs> Right. But yeah, I so yeah, to me this there's a whole lot of tropes. Uh I mean, yeah, like the 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 quick cut or the quick zoom on the mm-hmm. compete, you know, all that yeah. stuff, yeah. and you know, montages galore. Um, so there, yeah, all that kind of stuff is, I think, this season has really stuck out more to me than others.
2: That they're really like pushing on the chart part, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. I mean, I
0: could be wrong, but I mean, it's interesting if that's the through line if it's more of a, a stylistic through line rather than a thematic through line. Hmm. It's just that in the past their through lines have tended to be narrative in nature and this mm-hmm. is more stylistic. True.
2: Yeah. I I really Nothing like, wrong with that. It's my my crazy. opinion, which absolutely could be wrong and probably is, really is that they they were they filmed all of this stuff during the during and COVID I, and I then I did I did look that up. 10 11 up. were filmed. Yeah. Right together. So, like, I feel like in the in because the pandemic kept going and going and going, and it took so long for them to actually get 10 out that they didn't maybe film everything that they had wanted to, but they couldn't go back and like add more scenes later. So, I feel like it was probably some confluence of, you know, how much can we. Yeah. With COVID restrictions, how much can we film? Also, I wonder and like... how
0: much the, the launch of Shorzy cut into this because mm-hmm. in 10, uh, the whole episode with, um, you know, Vidvok, with Wayne driving the Zamboni, I mean, a lot of that was the handoff for Shorzy, setting yeah. up spin uh, spinoff series. And then it sounds like the spinoff series was probably shot during that same period of time then as season 11. And I wonder if this is a case of just, Divided focus because the focus on Shorezy is clearly very intense and very tight. Mm. And the thematic structure and the narrative structure of six episodes of Shorezy is just rock solid. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a tight, tight construction. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you compare it to season 11 of Letterkenny, which is just as loose a construction as I've ever seen on this show. I've never seen a season as just narratively loose and sort of free flowing as yeah. a left. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, the, with the boys taking a backseat to a lot of it in this season, um, <clears throat> You know, heavy focus on Jiven. Maybe they're making a D-Gen spinoff. Oh,
2: no, I would not watch that. No, I like, would, no. you got me to begrudgingly watch Shorzy, Kiso. <clears throat> like, don't don't push it with the D-Gens. Hey, like, maybe
1: he's got something good for the d Nope,
2: no, no. <laughs> no? You can make something good out of Shorzy because it's just his mouth. Like, the d do shit to people that just because they want to piss him off. Like, mm. that's not, I don't want that. I don't want no, but I mean, we I don't want to
0: review the D What's up? I don't want to see the DGENs. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see
2: them. Like, if I, I, I would watch a skids escape. run a uh, skids uh spin off, I would watch um the okay. the hockey women's spin off, yeah. I mean, but I, don't I would know not that
0: the skids need a spin off. I think I'm still waiting for Stuart to get his justice, you know, and get his happy ending. Everybody else seems to have been sort of getting their. You know, they're their, their, their karmic reward, and it seems like he's the one who keeps getting left behind.
2: Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Roldy is his karmic reward,
1: and he doesn't realize it. Yet. Yeah, he but has I mean, somebody
2: devoted to him. Not that necessarily they'll yeah. end up together and in love, but like, I
1: think, I think gay has to come back. He, yeah, he loves the gay sex. So he yeah. loves the gay sex. Gay. He
0: made gay sex made him feel like a He Man, right? It made him feel something deep inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who doesn't love gay sex? Yep. I mean, come on.
0: <laughs> Must be torture
1: me with these reflections. <laughs> I mean, I you know, he was doing okay when he was getting all jacked up and everything, you know, mm-hmm. working out with yeah. uh And JV he was and modeling he, for a, a while and or...
2: cat,
0: And then they betrayed him, and he just seems to have, t- you know, taken a, a, a bad string of hits. You know, a lot of bad luck in a row here. Yeah. And then losing the whole VidVoc thing, and he just seems like he could use a break. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he needs to quit fucking up though. That's his Yeah, he needs need to get his he, shit together. He, 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 he needs he f- to yeah. yeah. He puts himself in a lot of that. So <laughs> yeah,
0: cuz he thinks he's smarter he's than back, everybody he, else. He's Duck. Mm-hmm. He's driven by envy and
1: rage. True.
0: And he's got to move past that and find some zen center or else he can't heal. Very true.
1: If he can't heal, he can't move on.
2: Very true.
1: Yeah, that's because <laughs> that, that was one of the things I was thinking about for a future episode I, that that maybe Stuart and Roldy go into rehab together or something like
0: that. Well, I feel like the, believe it or not, I think the thing that's holding Rold back is Stuart. Oh, absolutely. I think Stuart needs to get his own shit together so he can move on and then get out of Rold's way so Rold can basically become the skid leader he was meant to be (laughs) and open the Menergy spa.
1: Yes.
2: Yes. We need a Menergy spa.
1: Spa and dispensary. Exactly, the better yes. spa and dispensary. You know, Do what yeah. you know, yeah. Which you love, you don't work it life. Exactly, exactly. So, we have anything else uh, on board for uh, thoughts, theories, observations, trivia, anything like that? Not I, by the way, Sammy. I, one bit of trivia: Sammy, Joe Small, and Tessa oh, right. Bonham did play together. Uh, I on,
2: totally made him go down that rabbit yeah. hole because I was like, the, I, the relationship that they have, I feel like this wasn't just, like, all total setup. Like, they have to have so, known each other.
1: They're about 10 years apart in age, though. But they um, but they played on the I, same I, hockey I, team at the yeah, same time. Yeah. I saw the picture of <laughs> Tessa Bonham's picture of her draft. She's what, a baby. Was, she's so freaking adorable. She was a baby. <laughs> yeah, she was. I mean, now she's just hot, but... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, yeah. so um yeah so let's we say we do a little bit of the uh Uh, as many of you know this is the fuck fight furta segment of the show where we don't want to kill anybody we don't want to marry anybody but we will fuck fight and make them our buddies and Buddy. I'll, buddy, buddy I'll be your buddy i'll be your buddy uh, so this is our here? yeah this is our b- version of fuck marry kill um and uh but we do it right
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we keep the fuck in there because that's important yeah, um you always gotta keep the fuck in there that's right uh so as we like to work do all day to make a buck you're not gonna work all night to find a fuck exactly right thank that's you that's a good line tomorrow. too that, that's yeah I, you know i i i love bonnie this season Bonnie is awesome um Pony she's getting Merle. better and better. Yeah. So now that she's no longer pining after Wayne. Right. Yes. And and has a lot of her own agency. That's uh, a
2: personality. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yep. yep. Anyway, uh <laughs> speaking of Wayne. <clears throat> Wayne. Furda. Furda Wayne. Furda Wayne. All right. David. What about? Him? Huh? What about it? Yeah. Are you a fuck fighter furda on Wayne? Oh uh Furda. You sure about that? Are you I sure? I don't want to fight him, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, let's see. And uh you know, he's a good enough guy. And uh here we got beer. Uh yeah, I'm ferda on Wayne as well. Katie. Uh definite fuck. I can't disagree with you there. I like her in this episode. She's kind of take charge. She's not too haiti on things in this one
2: yeah yeah i agree
1: so fuck for you all yeah. right katie's cleaning house Squirrelly's dance hmm. uh, i mean for me he's a furta in this one i mean
2: yeah he's not he can be a FURTA.
1: Yeah. yeah all right all right all right uh dairy is a fight for me
0: yeah dairy's got to get uh just i mean for nothing <laughs> else for talked to alexander deserved yeah. to be put on his ass yeah 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 I he should agree. be sitting in the trash behind uh we're all Andy. across
2: the board we're all the same yep. so far yep <laughs>
1: exactly Gaylor. hmm huh
2: Besides telling them to put a finger up her butt, was, was there other, another gale scene that I'm not remembering?
1: Uh, just talking about the influenza. She's the one who mistook it for influence. Right, okay. Um, I guess i have to label her a Ferda just because she scares me a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I like about her. <laughs> I say Ferda in this, too, because nah.
2: I, seeing seeing the the face between her and McMurray reminded me that they fucked. <laughs> and, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Bonnie.
0: Um, Bonnie is always going to be in the fuck category.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm kind of and in the funny fuck funny on this mom. one as well. I, lo- I just, she's, she's just, she's a fucking boss, and I love it. And uh,
2: still further. <laughs> I'm still further. So the one mind. where we, I like, when we break. I like Bonnie. I like that she's turning into a human, but I can't see her as anything but like the same age as my kid. It just, <laughs> it just can't do it.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean I know we should let the paint dry a little, but uh well, the paint's
2: the paint's been drying enough for her to go well on her life. Her. Just There's not nice for me. Just not my not for me. She's, for me.
0: <laughs> She's a nice enough gal, but uh, Exactly and <laughs> you can have a mirror.
1: So McMurray. Fight. Poacher. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Jackets.
2: yeah, yeah, you know, just a general he stole idea, time. knowing that, yeah, like, she I mean, was I would lose that money. fight, but
0: I would yeah. have to take it just out of honor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that son of a bitch would, would would bash my face in. He's a killer. <laughs> but, um, all right,
1: Mrs. McMurray,
0: so oh.
2: I know,
1: so I know
0: that's that's what all I'm saying. Uh, damn yeah she's uh, she a fight I, for me i admit, I, 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 I just I have a massive crush on oh yeah uh, same oh yeah but in this particular episode
2: yeah it would be yeah you, you just want to throw a
0: drink in her face just for <laughs> yes. a give her a and Bonnie in the bar give her a nice katie yeah you know, basically what she does to <laughs> katie uh and just basically being a mess i don't know that i want to fight her but i think she should definitely get her gnt thrown in her face <laughs> yeah <laughs> That's a fight for Yeah legit. That's a fight. I would do that and then you know McMurray would
1: kill me. So. <laughs> um Alexander.
2: Verda. Verda. He's he'd be funny to hang out with, I think.
0: I would have his back. Because if Derry got in his face, man, I'd be like, Derry, you gotta sit the fuck down. You don't come to my boy, what Alexander. What the fuck is wrong with you? You sit down. Yeah. <laughs> I would be doing with... the thing
2: he did at the at the um at the dick farm. I'd be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh Marianne. Fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Always.
2: I want to put my hands in her hair so bad Oh yeah.
1: And just pull. Yes.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
1: She can conquer me anytime she likes. Definitely. She can bench me as long as she sits on top of me. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Press me into the bench. Uh <laughs> Lucianne.
2: Yes, mommy. Uh <laughs> uh, same. Yeah.
0: Uh, for me, she'd be a furtive. Uh, I'm hot for Marianne, not so much for Lucienne.
1: Okay. All right. Um, I like Luciana, just not that way. Yeah, I, I'm taking her. <laughs> uh, coach. Fight. Fight, just
0: because he's clearly being an abusive prick. Mm-hmm. Right.
2: Like, if he was just clueless, like it seems like he is sometimes, that would be one thing, but, like, that was, like, straight-up misogyny. It was just... That's not that's not endearing or cute or funny.
1: Right. Yeah, he right.
0: deserves to have a, a you know like a, some laxative tablets melted into his gravy <laughs> with the <his> fries. <laughs> I kept the gravy separate for you, Coach. Make sure you just lap that up.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't. Yes, I don't know fuck. if you can hear it, Dean. But
1: I hear shadows. Okay. Thank you. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I was like, is that coming through? That's coming through, isn't it? <laughs>
1: I think it's just coming I, I don't think it's coming through your mic I think it's just coming through the door. Okay. But anyway. Noah's Dicks. Always oh, a furda. He's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm there too. Uh, Mrs. McMurray. Or Mrs. uh Mrs. Dick. Mrs. Dick. Uh, Mrs.
2: Dick.
0: I have such a thing for
1: her. Oh yeah, fuck yeah.
0: Oh my gosh, total fuck. Yeah. She yeah. would never go for it, but Oof. And Noah would be Imagine if she that. would.
2: I feel like Noah <laughs> would be like a cuckold husband. He would be totally okay to sit in a corner and watch. <laughs> oh, my <mine laughs> wife. If, if yeah, my wife wanted it. I,
1: I want to I want to blow on her face.
2: <laughs> oh my god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. now
1: Just this sub- episode only. Jive and P.
2: Just this episode only, <laughs> <laughs> only Ferda
1: He's trying. He's trying. He he
0: wants to be better. He's a fuck up at heart, but yeah. In this episode, he gets a Furta. We know it's probably we all know what happens. And it's oh, not we're hoping that it doesn't. Right. But here, <laughs> I was rooting for him. I was yes, really yeah. sort of hoping, you know, maybe there's a redemption story for this guy. He was a real good I guy. Really, I, I really, I really hope that he would pull it together and, you know, not disappoint Wayne and the crowd. But yeah. Oh, ah, well. Yeah. Can't win them all. In this episode, Furta, the hope was still alive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the
1: photographer.
0: Fight. A fight. <laughs> so I just want to take her camera and just fling it across the road into the green brush and make her go look for it.
1: Go get it. Listen, go get it. Okur. Okay. Okur. Okay.
2: I just, I just, I just want to talk to her.
1: Okay. Hey, you know, know what an F-stop to is? Con- That's when I tell you to fucking stop.
2: <laughs> I just want to have a conversation about appropriative language and, <laughs> like, just, yeah. I just want to talk reasonably with her for a minute.
1: Have a little chair.
2: You know what
0: shutter speed is? That's when you shut your mouth <laughs> quickly. quickly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Great minds. I mean, All yeah, right, I mean, let's move on to Sammy Joe Small. Uh, that's
0: the the hockey uh, professional, right?
2: I'm, yep. I'm gonna say uh, it's f-
0: gotta be a Furda. I mean, the woman's a legend.
2: I'm gonna say Furda. I um I think they are both gorgeous, but honestly, like as a not fan of hazing, it did it it. Did not feel good.
1: Coach deserved that it those,
2: though. Coach may have deserved it, but did did Marianne and Lucianne deserve it?
1: No, but mm. to, at least they got they got to be have front row tickets to see Coach. That is true. Get shit on.
2: That is true.
1: <laughs> so uh, Tessa Bonhomme,
2: Bertha. I I mean I, I'm gorgeous. I'm,
1: and... I'm fucking Tessa. That, that you get that chance? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
2: Like yeah. I said, they're both gorgeous. She's hot. You know this episode. Tessa,
1: know, I'm definitely I'm going for Tessa. Yeah. Um, now he didn't have any lines in this. Jim Dickens.
2: Was he in this one somewhere?
1: Yeah, he was during the montage. Oh, that's right, because he
0: uh, has oh. the uh, honey bunches of goats right. uh, yeah. elements of the competition. So I don't know if we want to count him or not. Um, no, nah, well, he's just trying to make a buck like anybody else. Yeah. He wasn't particularly malicious about it. He just said. No. Pleasant goats. Yeah,
2: yeah. Unlike the McMurrays, which specifically took this idea and totally poached it, Mm. at that point it's just it's it's
1: fair game. At that
2: point, yeah, it's.
0: Meanwhile,
1: I will never say no to Cassie and Tassie. Yeah, because that's that was my next one, Cassie and Tassie. I mean, because they're together, they're they're essentially like the Riley and Jonesy. Yeah, (laughs) they
0: they share one brain cell between them. Exactly. Yeah, which is fine. They're easily confused, but uh, that's
1: fine. (laughs) They don't know which one is which.
2: I'm kinda yeah. stuck on that one.
1: So, like, what you mean, of, so you're you're I a fuck with people. You're you're a fuck with them, Dave? Oh yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah. I hate influencers. <laughs> Desperately. Yeah, they but kinda they bug me. Yeah. So part of me wants to fight, but also like I don't really think they did anything wrong. And I feel like in some ways they were being suckered. Because it was just, you know, these people fighting amongst each other to give money to them it's like I mean, anyway if
1: they got 50 bucks to throw around for taking pictures right
2: i'll take it but like it feels weird i'll take
1: some pictures of them
2: <laughs> oh my so uh, i guess i don't know i guess ferda we'll go with ferda they didn't do anything wrong i just don't like them right. <laughs> yeah i
1: think that's that's kind of where i am with them as well they, they they've they always bugged me They yeah they're they're pretty i, I but they're I, also fickle Yeah,
0: they're yeah, and they're treacherous, as we saw when (laughs) they're the reason that Brodude got called in on Indian Energy at the end of season nine. It wouldn't have happened if they hadn't. uh, Then again, they only did it because they were ticked off at Riley and Jonesy for being a a pair of twits for being Riley and Jonesy for being Riley (laughs) and Jonesy.
1: Yeah. So what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. But that's. I think did I miss anybody? I don't think I did.
0: Well, that's so. pretty much covered. We it. had
1: a there was a good number of characters in this one. Yeah. I mean, which explains why the, so many. <laughs> there's no Glenn. There's no Riley and Jonesy, uh, and and no Rosie. Um, but we
2: got most of our secondary characters. Yeah.
1: So. But yeah, that was interesting uh, to see that many characters in there. I mean, I, I'll and I include Jim Dickens because he was he was part of that montage, so. I uh but yeah, I enjoy I enjoyed it. It was yeah, like, it was not meaty, uh, but it was it had some good funny parts, some good lines. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Um,
2: yeah, it wasn't. But terrible, overall, I think I enjoyed but...
1: the 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 hockey storyline with the girls yeah.
0: more than the actual influencer storyline yes. that provides the title.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Any anytime I I get to watch Marianne and Betty Ann or Mary and Lucian, uh it's always enjoyable. I do miss the sure. uh, the chirps mm. there was I, I now and we, one thing we know about it is that um, oh my God why am I forgetting her name now Betty Ann uh, Marianne's uh, Marianne's uh, real name her yeah the actress's name we been, we interviewed Jess Ja-Sel- Alguero Ja-Sel-Guer. yes there we go wow right, yeah um, that she mm. is known for. Not being able to hold her laughing in Uh during the chirps, so and I did see a couple of spots in there where she was trying. She makes
2: this like smile, like "Mm, (laughs) like yeah, Yeah. she's fun. Yeah, (laughs) like she's like I'm not gonna smile. Mm -hmm." (laughs) Yeah, she kind (laughs) of yep
1: tries to look mean. (laughs) It's adorable. (laughs) But yeah, that's uh, I like that. Um, So I I would like I would like to see some chirps. You know maybe they're playing again and they're they're mm-hmm. they're going you know going against somebody where they're chirping at them
0: yeah, maybe they're lucky and there'll be some in
1: a future uh you know table read or something yeah that would be cool
2: maybe they join beer league <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh
1: yeah co-ed beer league and they're going against right oh shit. i think i see a new episode
0: <laughs> <laughs> i could, by the time i'm done i'm just gonna write a whole season there you go oh yeah never get made that's okay oh, we'll, beer we'll do a table read yeah, it's <laughs> Did the pun- oh, we still got the uh, okay. we still got the one that's in the queue,
2: yes, true, yes, yeah.
1: Um, and a beer league, I'm gonna start thinking about beer league, <laughs> beer league, broads, and beer league,
2: right? <laughs> the broads, like they'll, comes- they'll walk in and they'll start making fun of some the each other, thinking that you know they're girlfriends, and then they gear up and come out on the on the floor like oh, right, right. they've actually won oh. stuff you guys are just old news here and i mean
1: yeah it'd be funny if there were girls in the stands who were there for their girls
2: yes <laughs> and
1: and then but the girls on this the girls skating are the ones hollering at them to get the <laughs> hey snipies hey <laughs> and they don't nobody know who's 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 sniping who so, <laughs> <laughs> a team of sober shamrockets
0: basically beats the living crap out of a beer league team. That could be hilarious. Totally. Sometimes you get speed bag boys. <laughs> and yeah. sometimes you just get
1: drunk. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Um so any final thoughts? Anything. Mm. No.
2: I know that um they've recently started filming for Shoresy, season two, which is really mm-hmm. awesome. We know that yeah, season twelve to call is. Done. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Uh, with with stuff. feeling People like with feeling like this season wasn't necessarily the most thought out, you know, in terms of how it used how mm, making it feel like previous seasons with the with the continuous storylines. Um I do hope that they start closing some of the storylines. Not that I want Letterkenny to end, but I feel like there's a lot of open ends right but it, but now that it's haven't nigh. been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It it feels like I don't think it's gonna be next year or maybe even like two or three years from now. But like I feel like Kiso has it in his head now where that's gonna go. Now that Shorzy, because we know that Shorzy is like his dream project that he's working on. Yeah. So, you know, I love Letterkenny, um, and it pains me pains me to say that i like shorzy better now um but i definitely hope that it has a little more cohesion as it goes forward
0: i mean i like the focus of shorzy but i mean it's an unfair comparison there's only six to work with but it's interesting like how brilliantly they all work it's like you, you have the first maybe first episode which can stand on its own as an intro but then episodes two and three, you've got to watch them together because if you get to the end of two and you don't roll right into three, you're probably going to be disappointed. I feel like you got to go two right into three and maybe right, right all the way into four. Like Two, three, and four just have to happen. Boom, boom, boom. And then five and six are like their own thing at the end. They're like a, another two part. So you got like hmm. your one part open, you got your three part middle, and you got your two part finish.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the 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 writing on these two is, yeah, drastically different. I mean, there are those little skit parts, like in Letterkenny, within some of the stories. You know, those are kind of the where that would be the backstory. You know, there's some little skitty things going on in the back without that are not really part of the story. But mm-hmm. it, those are that's just a tiny bit, just a just like just a wordplay. Like Letterkenny will sometimes do these
0: tangents. Mm. For, for wordplay that are just a delight in and of themselves. And Shorzy does not take that kind of luxury. It's a yeah. more narratively focused project. Uh, it doesn't have just these uh, just irreverent asides that sort of go off on their own. Hmm. Uh, everything sort of seems to serve the story on Shorzy. Mm-hmm. It's very tight. Yeah. Whereas cool. letter candy sometimes feels like a vehicle sometimes for story and sometimes for, you know, and here's the latest word game. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It, it also, yeah, it feels like a sketch comedy, um, which for me personally, I have a, a love hate relationship with comedy in general, um, especially sitcom comedy. Mm-hmm. So uh, like Letterkenny for me is like this breath of fresh air when it comes to comedy, because yeah. it's clever. It doesn't dumb it down for the audience. It's beautiful. Um, and all of the characters, it's really wonderful. It works, it works together really well, um, and so that's why I love Letterkenny. But because I'm not a huge comedy fan, loving the way that they did Shorzy, oh, yeah. really just like it was. Visually, it was like two steps up of the visual beauty that I I feel like I've seen from the same creators on right. Letterkenny, like. Letterkenny will set up some beautiful shots that you're like, oh yeah, I can see, you know, the Shakespearean pageantry of, like this and that and blah blah blah. And then you've got Schwarzy that's just well, the kind beauty of beautiful. <laughs> yeah,
0: the beauty of Letterkenny is in the color saturation. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of it's done in post. Like they have just these amazing rich reds and greens and blues. There's an amazing shot. It's, uh, I think it's. Oh, I can't remember if it's the start of season three or season four. It's when uh, Wayne is doing his time in the shed uh, after being betrayed uh, mm. and he's mm. watching Misfire. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a great shot when he comes out in the second episode. I think of it, it might be season four. Is that right? Season four, season five? Mm. I-, I can't remember anymore. But he comes out after watching Misfire and. It's just the most gorgeous shot because you've got like uh, this blue sky. You've got the green, lush, uh, you know, foliage around them. You've got bright yellow insulation around the frame of the door and the frame of the window on the uh, the sled shed, and then you've got the different colors. You got the blue of Derry's coveralls. You've got the colors that Dan is wearing. You got the colors uh, in. in everybody's close and everybody's wearing a different color. Somebody's wearing yellow, somebody's wearing green, somebody's wearing blue mm-hmm. and there's, and then there's the fire. And, just, and it's like everything, you look at the shot and it's like a rainbow of color. And it's just intense. And they don't go quite over the top like that on Shorzy. Shorzy has a more realistic color palette, right. mm-hmm. but it's compositions and it's editing and it's uh, angles are far more sophisticated.
1: It's camera movement is also a lot more sophisticated. Yeah. And I love that Buttrie does both of them. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. It's uh, really brilliant. By the way, Miss Fire was season eight, episode
0: oh, one. Yeah. So it's later than I was thinking. You're right. Season eight. Because that's after the Marie Fred story. hmm mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So yeah. So like but that shot like really sort of encapsulates the way they use color to really just make all those images pop. Um but Shorzy, god damn, it's just so intense the way it all pulls together, and it's like, and it's this beautiful blend of comedy and pathos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always a sucker for any well told story about a lovable bunch of underdogs, <laughs> uh, especially you know, if they're you know up against it. And like, I, I just i watched the end of this thing, I was like, and you can see the you know, the anguish in Shoresy's face, and like, you know, the, the final episode where he's like. We're not gonna win this, you know. It was our last game in this barn. Uh, and they're going out on the ice and they give it their all. Mm -hmm. And it's like is there's that thing like where they're being cheered by the crowd, even though they've lost and they salute the crowd with their Mm stick. I get choked up every time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like it's just an incredibly emotionally moving thing that gets me in the heart every
1: time. And I'm like, how the hell did you do that? Yeah, I mean that. That was I mean aside uh, the the one that, uh, in Letterkenny that does that is the uh, International Women's Day. Episode. Oh yeah, when he goes to Katie. Yeah. Oh man, I was just like, oh my he god. Jokes me up every time. <laughs> so every time they they can do some sweet sappy writing. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, they can hit you right in the fields. So they know how to do it. They're good. And I hope they keep doing it
0: so yeah let's hope we got a few more years to keep enjoying it
1: so um if there's nothing else then uh all right then maestro take us away
2: Bye. bye
1: Thanks for tuning in to another episode of How Are You Now with your favorite groups of hicks, skids, hockey players, Christians, and degens. We hope you enjoyed our chat with David MacDay, and we look forward to having him back here in the near future. Join us next week as we have Anti Awesome back to chat about Season Eleven, Episode Six, Degens. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and leave us a rating or review. So until next time, keep your head up. And don't be spare parts, bud.